really quick, we have a sponsor. We have a new sponsor. <laughs> so you uh, say. Of our, it's a real sponsor. Yeah, we're not getting any money for it, so it's not a sponsor. Well, they sent me free shit, so. Oh, yeah, you get something for it. So, uh, ladies and oh, gentlemen, yeah. Clask, it's a, it's a game from uh, Denmark, right? <laughs> really? Get your hand under the table, try to score, but watch out for the hole. Clask, it's a very fun game. It's uh, <laughs> it's super fun. It, it's won many awards. This is this promotion is disproportionate to the amount of this compensation is, we this have is, received. This is <laughs> it's a really fun game. We'll break it out. Open the it show. Up. Let's do it. Uh, okay, Clask. Yeah. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Clask stabbed a team of comedy <laughs> scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience That's you guys. in a show called... Wait for it. Stab. All right. <laughs> Welcome. So many people. Stab. Welcome to Stab, powered by Clask. Uh, <laughs> a very fun show over here on seventeen ten Broadway uh, uh, in Sacramento, California. We do the show every Friday here at ten o'clock. Usually starts about ten twenty-one. Uh, that's which is where we're at right now. Uh, sorry for your waiting. Um, uh, if you want to hear a bunch of our stabs, we're on Spotify. Um, and we're also sponsored by Clask. Okay, are you guys ready to meet your contestants? <laughs> All right, in Clask chair number one, <laughs> Mike Sella. Let's hear from Mike Sella. Hey, 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 John. Hey, Shahara Hyatt, right there. There you go. All right, and Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. <laughs> yeah, and I'm John Morris Ross the Fourth. The host of the show. Exactly. <laughs> Jesse's never played Clask. No, I haven't. He thinks I've overhyped it. Uh, I do. <laughs> and the more you hype it, the less I want to play it. All right. Well, You're the anti-promotion. <laughs> You're ruining things. Okay. Uh, Usually do. Mike, mm. you're right there. Anything new this week? Nah. Nope. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, uh Check out Submerge. I put an article out about D. Tyler, who put out his new album, oh. the Jan Tyler. Very good. Article. Very good. Yeah. He's awesome. And uh, come to Luna's on Tuesday. Yeah, there we go. Promoting another venue there in one day. Yes. No, I'm kidding. No, it's totally fine. Wait. We're wait. not open. Do you have a Tuesday show here? <laughs> yeah, actually, Class. Class oh, Tuesday. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. All right. Class. Bring it to Luna's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, Shahara, hello. Hey. What's up with you? Um, okay, this week I started a, uh, like a Finsta, like a fake Instagram. Finsta? <laughs> this, okay. This woman, Kimberly Trails, um, she's like an influencer uh, with a penchant for conspiracy theories. Okay. Yeah. So check out... At? At Kimberly Trails on Instagram. Kimberly Trails? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We will. Kim Trails. Kim yeah. Trails. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. I did not until you said it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Explaining <laughs> jokes. Hey Jesse. Yeah. Well, anything new with you? Not a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I mean, I got a lot more free time. That's true. That's what you're talking about. I wasn't gonna bring it up. Yeah. That old gag. 
That old getting laid off four weeks before Christmas gag. Oh, oh that's all. I don't even think this is the first time that's happened to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the, all right. Look, you know what? On the, yeah. the bright side, you have so much time for class. Exactly. Right. Since it's now a sponsor of, is it the the show or the theater? It's just a show sponsor. The show right? is all sponsored. Right. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Functionally. Right. Gonna posters in here soon. <laughs> all right. Let's play stab. I'm gonna hit this again. Let's play stab. There we, there we go. There we go. This first segment uh, sponsored by Classic. I'm going to stop. I swear yeah, to God, I'm going to stop. Would, yeah. uh, <laughs> called Reorganization. Uh, please take this acronym, Reimagine It. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that today, November 30th, is National Mississippi Day. Really, it is National Mississippi Day. Uh, today's acronym is... M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. What does Mississippi mean to you, Michael? All right. Um, Mississippi now stands for uh, CLASC. Mississippi is ranked number... That's why the water. (laughs) Delete that. Mississippi is ranked number 49 in the U.S. in education and has been in the bottom five for decades. Citation needed. Uh... (laughs) Introducing Mississippi, a Mississippi ballot initiative short for, might I suggest spelling it slightly simpler if people persist ignorantly. Uh, (laughs) A side effect of poor education, studies show that only two in ten Mississippians can correctly spell Mississippi. (laughs) Citation needed. Uh, This has led to widespread confusion, frustration, and backwards views on civil rights. Uh... (laughs) The ballot initiative proposes that we name the state simply M, as, as many as 7 in 10 Mississippians know that letter. Uh, <laughs> citation needed. In, uh, in addition, the initiative proposes that we take down all remaining Confederate monuments and replace each with a giant letter M uh, so that the other three of the 10 Mississippians can get familiar with the letter uh, and for some good, solid review for everyone else. Um, yeah. So vote yes on might I suggest spelling it slightly simpler if people persist ignorantly. That's Mississippi. Very good, Mike. Mississippi. That's what Mississippi means. Shahara. Should we get Bob a chair? Bob, yeah. Are you good? Where'd Bob go? Uh, Bathroom? Okay. Bob. 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 Okay. All right. Shahara, would you, what's Mississippi mean to you? Do you you want more time? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if you need more. All right. Uh, I would have liked less time to pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, so since the nation is still reeling after racist Congresswoman Cindy Hyde-Smith, who said she'd attend a public hanging if invited, was re-elected to the Senate this week. So Mississippi now stands for, might I suggest, <laughs> sitting in silence since it's pretty patently ignorant. <laughs> Um, let's just sit this fun. one out, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. We worked, yeah. right, very good. We worked on that together. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was dangerously close for an 11, 12 letter word anagram. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jesse, what does Mississippi mean to you? 11, what is 11 letters. 11 letters. Uh, it's not a night goes by. Uh, I don't spend tossing and turning. Kept awake at night, unable to stop thinking about Mississippi. 
Most people don't seem to have a problem in Mississippi. They're able to live happy, carefree lives without having to constantly think about how their every move, their every decision is haunted by thoughts of Mississippi. I drive away, I drive away friends because of it. Lose out on potentially lucrative opportunities time after time because of it. And every time I just think, maybe I should stop intentionally self-sabotaging important personal and professional interactions. <laughs> when I was 22, I had a girlfriend tell me she loved me more than anything. I spent the next half hour rattling off a list of things that she loved so much more than me. I only stopped when she finally agreed with me that it was the stupidest thing she'd ever said. And she was stupid for not just saying it, but for even thinking it. A few years ago, an agent approached me about getting me uh, work writing for sitcoms. I said I was flattered but that I didn't think I was ready for sitcom writing. He asked me why, and I told him that while sitcom writing would certainly be a great opportunity, I just wasn't at the point in my career where I was ready to stop being funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry I insulted the one sitcom fan. Yeah. Chuck Lorre listens to the show, so... <laughs> I once told a good friend of mine, completely unprompted, that I thought an ex of his was still super hot. <laughs> At her funeral. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of night, I guess. <laughs> and so I continued to dwell on Mississippi, still thinking that someday, maybe I should stop intentionally self-sabotaging important personal and professional interactions. <laughs> But why am I telling you morons about it? Ah, fuck. <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization. Very good. This brings us to our next segment. Everyone doing good? Yeah. Everyone? Huh? People? Uh, okay. Uh, Party. Do you need a chair, Bob? You good? All right. All right. You're our security guard tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, this brings us to our next segment called the... Topical Haiku Challenge, where each comedian does three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, I'll attempt to read it. Uh, Florida long. woman, <laughs> Florida woman pulls a knife on a man who confronted her about farting. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Diana Beach, Florida, of course. Uh, waiting in line at a store uh, can be unpleasant enough without the person in front of you passing gas. So when John Walker found himself in the situation Sunday. At a Florida dollar store, he spoke up. Unfortunately, the loud farting was about to become the, la the least of his worries. Uh, the Broward County Sheriff's Office told the Miami Herald that Walker got into an argument uh, with the 37-year-old Shanetta Yvette uh, Wilson, which led to her pulling out a knife and threatening to gut him. Uh, Deputy said Wilson cocked the blade back in her right hand as if she was about to strike Walker. Uh, fortunately, the incident did not end in violence. Um, yeah. Do I need to read the rest of this? No, you're good. No, you're this good. Is, I, I put the whole goddamn story you in did. the... Law enforcement yeah. was alerted, Duh. and they found Wilson in the area. Walker, 
identified her investigators, and uh, she was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. Uh, authorities took her to the Paul Ryan detention facility <laughs> in Pompano <laughs> Beach. Pompano? Pompano? Something like that. Pompano? I don't know. Uh, where her bail was set at only 2500 bucks. <laughs> uh, let's hear those haiku one at a time. Mike, you're first of three haiku. The old... <clears throat> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, spirit animal. Uh, the old adage rings true in Florida, too. Don't bring a knife to a fart fight. <laughs> uh, very good. Shahara? Florida, again, <laughs> at a dollar store, of course. Most expensive fart ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to close with my Florida one, but since we did, <laughs> we started in the first round, it's apparently the Florida round. Um, That's where it happened, Jesse. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought we would space that knowledge out. <laughs> yeah. There was like a half page of information, but no, we just went to Florida. <laughs> Maybe you should <laughs> stop sabotaging. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'll do my Florida one then. Um, it's titled All Checks Out. <laughs> Knife point conflict. Check. Over dollar store farts. Check. Florida news. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you could clap if you want. You're all right. You're, clap when you want. I told you. I'm not prompting you guys to do it. Just okay? saying, he had to make them clap for that. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Mike, you're second of three haiku. Okay. Oh, no, a knife at a dollar store in the South. Guns are 50 cents. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Very good. Shahara? As the saying goes, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Aren't we all to blame? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Jesse, your second of three. Second titled, not a surprise. This right here is why you don't talk to anyone in a dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And your third of three, Mike Sell. Can I add real quick, uh, I'm a substitute teacher sometimes, and uh, this kid, the other day before this show, uh, he told another kid that he smelled like a dollar store. Uh, <laughs> and like that, this, this has really made that laugh. Um, so, yeah, we got farting and people pulling out knives. Sounds like we're at Stab. Uh, <laughs> stab. That is true. Yeah. Actually, because of the knives, not because of farting. No, the farting. Yeah, no. So I did say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't talk about my farts. Shank, 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 shank. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that's like the best cop out we've ever had. Yeah, that was really good. good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Was... Is it possible for me to have gone before that? In <laughs> <laughs> post. post. Yeah. All right. <laughs> God damn it. Um, last one's titled Police Report. 
<laughs> yes. Assault with a deadly weapon, for sure. Oh, and she had a knife. <laughs> Very good. That's the Topical Haiku Challenge. One more time for the album. Topical Haiku Challenge. Hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was once thrown out of a store for farting. That's not surprised me at all. When I was 15... I went to high school in a very small town called Williams, California. You know where Granzella's is? Okay. I don't know. That's where that's You know where it's at. And uh, Old Man Garrison, uh, we, it was like an Army-Navy store, and me and my skater, skater friend would look at stuff that we couldn't afford, and I, I get real nervous in the aisles, and I was farting a lot, and, and he grabbed me by the arm, and he's all, go poop somewhere else. And, Shoved me into the. <laughs> well, old man Garrison don't cotton to that sort he of act. Not. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Farting in an Army Navy surplus store—that's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful to the veterans. <laughs> it's like support support your poops. Okay, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, class, uh, everyone. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Class. It's not funny. <laughs> All right, let's play this next part of the show. Is, ever, is everyone... I'm checking in a lot. Never mind. Fuck you, you guys. I don't care if you're having a good time. Has everyone heard of a game called Classic? Uh, <laughs> um, this next segment is called uh, This Was Today Once. Uh, Michael Sella. Is it okay to call you Michael? Okay, yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> On this date, 1978, American singer Clay Aiken was born. Uh, it's his birthday today. Uh, also on this very date, 1972, illegal fire, an illegal fireworks factory explodes, killing 15 people in Rome, Italy. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate these two events so in this tandem? Is, this is how I celebrate it. Uh, you guys know nothing's more American than fireworks and American Idol. Uh, <laughs> except guns. Guns are more American. Uh, that's why today to celebrate these two events, I smoked some weed. Settled in and binge-watched binge American Idol with a box of fireworks and my trusty sawed-off shotgun. Uh, it was great. I'd completely forgotten what had happened all those years ago. After a while, I got real stoned and started texting the number on the screen to vote. Uh, did you know it still works? 21523. Try it out. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, I forgot who won. So it was like watching it for the first time. And I invented myself a little drinking game. Uh, where every time the person I wanted to win won, uh, I went in the back and uh, shot off some fireworks. And then every time they didn't win, I shoot the TV with my shotgun. Uh, it's not really a drinking game at all, but I was drinking. Uh, and winning. I kept picking all the winners and had myself a real nice 4th of July, otherwise known as National Mississippi Day. Uh, well, that is until the cops showed up from the noise. I was so faded by then, I answered the door with my shotgun in my hand. I tried to explain the game, but I didn't get very far. They seemed to have a real grudge against Ruben Stuttered. Uh, but anyway, they let me out on bail, and here I am tonight at the show. <laughs> very good, Mike. Very good. Very good. Shahara uh, Hyatt. Is that right? Okay. Just checking. Uh, on this date, 1979, Pink Floyd's rock opera... The Wall is released. Didn't know that was a rock opera. I never knew it was. Uh, anyway, uh, also on this very date, 1950, U.S. President uh, Truman threatens China with an atom bomb. Uh, how'd you celebrate these two things all pushed together? Yeah, 
Uh, today I celebrated by pulling out my blacklight posters, uh, mega dosing on mescaline, <laughs> and listening to the album as God intended, wondering how we got so far from America's glory days when a president didn't just threaten war crimes, he committed them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Truman. <laughs> Meanwhile, if the Democrats agree to fund one fucking brick in the wall, I'll be ready to throw a few. <laughs> Throw a brick. <laughs> Throw a brick. That's what I got. <laughs> shink, 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 shink. One more time for Shakira. Shakira. Oh, no. Jesse Jones, on his date, 1962, American football and baseball player Bo Jackson was born. Yeah. Uh, also, did you know that? Uh, Bo, Bo did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, also on this very date, thank you, Mike Sella, for the yeah. approval of that sports joke. Nerds. <laughs> well, it's I, I'm just kidding. I don't it's know. more the age of I'm the kidding. sports joke that's the young, problem in this room. Young yeah. nerds. <laughs> no, Nobody right. here Sorry. knows what Bo knows. All right. So let's just move on. <laughs> See when I okay. Yeah, exactly. You should definitely keep going further with this. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, punch everyone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's start over. On this date, 1962, American football and baseball player Bo Jackson was born. Uh, also on this very date, 2005. The, fuse, the first human face transplant is performed in France. Uh, how'd you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? You know, I don't like to brag or nothing, but I was something of a two-sports athlete myself back in high school. <laughs> it's true. Basketball and not having sex. <laughs> in one, I was pretty mediocre when I was a freshman and sophomore. The other, I dominated all four years. But I'm too modest to say which is which. <laughs> so it's days like this that remind me of some of my old high school basketball exploits, and specifically the day that I had my face completely faked right off my stupid head. <laughs> we were playing Burbank. I was in the game because I had skills described as being only slightly better than playing the other team four on five. <laughs> So this lightning quick shooting guard came around the screen. I picked him up, hands up, defensive crouch so deep that both testicles were threatening to pop out of either leg of my tiny, tiny shorts. His, his, his pump fake, so convincing. His crossover, so skillful. The whole interaction lasted just a few seconds, but I so utterly bought everything he was selling that the final spin move around me actually faked my face completely off of the front of my skull <laughs> with a pop like a cork being pulled from a bottle sending it skipping under the bleachers with the same squeak as the sneakers on the court <laughs> that just juked my face so cleanly off <laughs> I visited with my old face today <laughs> in that jar on my desk floating around in those milky preservative fluids Perpetually 15 years old and so full of hope and wonder. So never having seen a vagina. <laughs> I'm almost glad that face never got to grow up and see where the rest of its original body wound up some 25 years later. Sure, if it had stuck around, it eventually would have been smeared in lady slime. <laughs> But other than that, old Junior Jar face ain't missing a whole lot else. 
Very good. That was this was today once. <laughs> Face full of lady slime. Smeared, smeared in lady. Smeared and all right. And I do think in the what 170 something that might be the second time I've used uh, lady slime. Okay, so. good. <laughs> Well, you know, step yeah, it people up. arrived in the back. With, well, hey, yeah, you hey guys, guys. There, there's chairs there if you want. You don't have to use them, but Just we snuck in. Are these more of your friends? Yeah. Are these late arrivers your friends? Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to tell them about class. Up close and personal. Hey, <laughs> there, guys. That's right. Uh, all right, I'm just writing no, this note down. Work. Book Shahara more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I offered her a, her a weekly slot. Free. So she, yeah. <laughs> all the free water you want. <laughs> all right. Uh, this next segment is called Vows to an Asshole. Uh, congratulations, everyone. Uh, now that you're finally taking the next big step in your relationship, uh, let's hear those vows. Uh, Mike, you are marrying Big Tobacco. Big Tobacco. Uh, okay. I, Mike, take you, Big Tobacco, to be my wedded husband. For richer, for $10 a day poorer, uh, in sickness and in death. Uh, I love you inside and out, but mostly out, since it's illegal to smoke inside in most places now. Uh, I was a teenager when you captured my heart and my lungs and my teeth and my gums. Uh, I put my mouth on you and sucked all the way to your butt. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, your butt. Some people think your butt is garbage, but I have a special place for it in the backseat of my car. Uh, where in my high school best friend's garage you first gave me your gift to have and to hold between my index and middle finger. You kissed my mouth and my blood pressure soared. To this day, I still feel like I have butterflies in my stomach when I see you. Grotesque mutant butterflies from the toxic wasteland that is my gut bacteria. <laughs> uh, I promise to love, honor, and cherish you as long as I, we both shall live, which for me is significantly less than the life expectancy of a non-smoker. Uh, now I take this ring, this big ring of smoke that you just blew in my face until lung cancer do us part. Because in the immortal words, let me start, that was a. <laughs> in the immortal words of Jake Gyllenhaal and the 2005 classic Brokeback Mountain, I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Mike Sella. Big tobacco. Shahara Hyatt, <laughs> you are marrying a baby boomer who blames everything on millennials. <laughs> Great. I, Jessica, a 24-year-old influencer and brand ambassador for a dog bakery, <laughs> take you, Dale, a 62-year-old technophobe <laughs> who is retired to have and to coddle in sickness and in a shared health care plan. <laughs> Because I'll only ever be a consultant for freelancing. <laughs> May we share our love, sorrow, joy, your social security, and my student loan debt <laughs> long after the flame ignited by my unresolved daddy issues has burned out. <laughs> In fact, I'll never forget the day we met. You tweeted, Millennials can't even get a job making avocado toast. Har, har, har. <laughs> and I responded, 
actually, avocado toasteries are popping up all over San Francisco. <laughs> so you can not only bite your tongue, but scrape the roof of your mouth on my crusty loaf, bitch. <laughs> You applauded my knowledge of local commerce trends, and I revealed my soft spot for dad bods. <laughs> We've been going strong ever since you live, let me live rent-free in your McMansion in the suburbs. <laughs> and for that, I am so proud to be your participation trophy wife. <laughs> I do. Very good. It was, it was even more impressive that she read the last half of that through spit. I'm my own biggest fan. What <laughs> Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, you are marrying a single ply toilet paper roll. Mm-hmm. That asshole. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Charmin. <laughs> We've been through a lot of shit together. <laughs> And for every time you've helped me through it, equally as often, you've just made the situation so much worse. (laughs) I've trusted you to have my back, only to be let down time and time again in the cruelest, most hurtful way possible. (laughs) When I told my friends and family I was finally going to ask you to marry me, they were a little bit wary. One ply, they'd say, not even trying to hide their disgust. (laughs) Didn't you meet them at Burning Man? (laughs) Don't you only ever see them at Burning Man? (laughs) They tried to warn me about you. They'd say, sure, one ply is fine for a weekend or a festival or whatever. (laughs) But do you really want to come home to one ply? (laughs) Well, they don't understand you like I do. You bring an element of danger into my life that I've... Mm. That I've never known. You you turn the mundane into an adventure. Our life together will be a crapshoot, but what good one isn't? (laughs) So take my hand, and together we will go once more into the breach. (laughs) Very good. That was vows to an asshole. Uh, which brings us to our final segment of the evening. Oh, sorry, Mike. Sorry. Uh, movie makeup. Uh, please compose. Please have composed a synopsis based on the following movie titles. Uh, all made-up movie titles are being brought to you by WordCounter.net's random word generator and classic. <laughs> uh, Mike, let's hear the uh, the synopsis based this on is... the movie called Whip Finger. Whip Finger. <laughs> Whip finger. I wrote down finger whip, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Shit. All right. <clears throat> From the files of the late Stanley, marked not for public consumption, but immediately sold to Hollywood executives when his daughter inherited his state. His estate. It's a never-before-seen superhero. He's a finger. He's a whip. He's finger whip. <laughs> Played by Paul Rudd. Uh, <laughs> Snappy is an average ordinary whip working a mundane job at the cream factory 
when one day Snappy was on break smoking crack. Smoking crack in a game of ping pong. Cracked the whip, Snappy's best friend. Returned, <laughs> returned another serve long, and the ball rolled well past the table into the corner of the break room. Snappy slithered over to retrieve the ball, when as he reached into the corner, Snappy was bitten by a radioactive finger. <laughs> All Snappy felt was a little sting, similar to when he and his friend Crack high-five each other, and he didn't think much of it. Later that night, as he brushed his tooth, he, lo he looked back in the mirror in horror as he saw Knuckles. Down his smooth, silky body had grown three knuckles. This is going good. Uh, <laughs> the next day, this is the longest I've worked on stab ever, and it's the worst I've ever done. <laughs> it's a lesson. All right. <laughs> Just go with the inspiration. The next day, <laughs> at least you're here to vouch. Uh, the next day, Snappy put on a turtleneck to cover his knuckles at the factory. For whatever reason, the factory boss came through the factory that day. He was a big tobacco executive <laughs> who, brought, who bought several factories in order to satisfy his voracious need for oppression. <laughs> Walking through the factory floor, surveying the misery, the owner noticed Snappy working diligently, wh whipping some cream. He pointed at Snappy and said, you, in my office. Snappy was terrified that his dumb knuckles had been found out. He slunk into the office behind the boss, who gestured him to sit in front of his desk. There was no chair, so Snappy sat on the floor. Dress for the job you want, said the boss. That's a mighty fine turtleneck you got on. And I like the way you work that cream. I got something else in mind for you. I want you to come work on my tobacco fields and uh, motivate the workers. How do you say? Snappy had to snap back. <laughs> and he rose to stand and respectfully decline. But before he could speak, all three of his knuckles cracked loudly. What in Santa? You carrying a weapon, son? The boss suddenly ripped Snappy's turtleneck off. Snappy doubled over, attempting to cover them when the knuckles cracked again. <laughs> this is more of a drama. All right. <laughs> well, 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 a whip that cracks before you even use it. You're a goddamn freak, son. <laughs> Got a better idea. I own a traveling circus, and you're going to make a fine spectacle. We'll call you Whip Finger. No, Finger Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly through the door walked a very elderly man wearing wired-rimmed tinted glasses. Hey, guys, he said, this whole thing isn't working. <laughs> Snappy said, you're right. Maybe it should be a finger that gets bit by a radioactive whip. The whole thing just sucks, <laughs> the old man said. <laughs> sucks. Snappy and the boss immediately disappeared. And Stan, excuse me, the old man <clears throat> walked, fuck, walked, over to the, walked over to the desk, putting some papers into a folder and then into the bottom drawer of a file cabinet. That'll never see the light of day, said Stan. The old man. Um, whatever. <laughs> the gig is up. But hey, for every success, there's a hundred failures. Keep using your imagination. <laughs> the old man then put on an Iron Man suit and rocketed through the ceiling into the sky, crying out, My final cameo! <laughs> the, the credits rolled and then appeared a large finger with a cat of nine tails at the tip. Finger whip, too. In theaters now. All right, I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> Very good, Mike. That was You're all right. So, no. Stupid. All right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It was great. I have a lot of other. Uh, it was great. <laughs> we just lost one of our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Shihara, the name of your movie uh, is called Wealthy Red Loaf. Wealthy Red Loaf. 
do not get your hopes up. (laughs) Um, After Trump gets impeached, Melania loses interest in her oafish-shamed husband, divorces him, and returns to find redemption and community in communist Slovenia. (laughs) She is shunned for bringing shame to the Slovenian name, a country that no one was aware of until she became the cursed face of a dying empire. (laughs) She falls from grace, losing her fame and beauty after a leaked YouTube video of her reading Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States Surfaces. (laughs) Apropos of nothing, everyone now refers to her as the wealthy red loaf. (laughs) Very Very good, very good, very good. Very good. <laughs> Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, the prompt that you got from the random word generator <laughs> yeah. is incandescent, sulky face. Yeah. Incandescent, sulky face. Yeah. This is also very apropos of nothing. <laughs> um, but it is interesting uh, that uh, Kim Trail's Instagram uh, came up today because uh, yes, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> incandes- incandescent sulky face is actually the Instagram account for my original face, <laughs> which, which I keep in a jar on my desk, floating in its murky, viscous <laughs> preservational fluids. Oh God, I thought it was going to say ladies smear like oh, Okay, all right. Yeah, no. You had the opportunity. No, it's every three years I break up. Okay. Um, The burn on its right cheek from where it skipped across the gym floor is still clearly visible. (laughs) Phantom pain still engraved on my soul. Whenever I'm feeling down, I just go into my office, screw off the mason jar style lid, stick my hands into the cold, goopy yuck gunk, and turn down the corners of my stupid ex face into the dumb frown that it so completely deserves. Then I put it on like a, an art light box, which gives it a sort of campfire ghost story look. <laughs> and I record the saddest Instagram stories that the internet will allow. <laughs> Kissed a girl? Sure, once in the seventh grade. All I ever kissed after that was the end of the bench. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope I don't grow up to be exactly who I'm probably going to grow up to be. (laughs) Stupid face. (laughs) Boobies? What are those? All I ever saw were so many missed free throws. (laughs) Pictures of incandescent sulky face have been hijacked for use in those... uh, Slow, heavy metal music playing memes. I'm the only one that gets those. Um, (laughs) And some guy sells t-shirts on Cafe Press with a picture of incandescent sulky face with the words, so many missed free throws (laughs) under it in parentheses. That's not my store. I don't make any money off those shirts, so please don't buy them. But if you do, which you shouldn't, I would take one XL, please. (laughs) As of this recording, Incandescent Sulky Face currently has 33 followers. (laughs) I am not one of them. And really, that's better than it deserves. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that is the end of Stab. One more time for Mike Sella, Shahara Hyatt, Jesse Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more Stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being uh, Spotify. Uh, you can also go to stabcomedytheater.com. Uh, join us here every week, Friday, 10 o'clock-ish. Uh, thanks for coming out, and have a good night. 